Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh I'm live. You are live. We are live. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? Hey, Chris. Hey, Serge. Hey, hey Chris. <laughs> hey, Gabe. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, first off, for everybody, welcome to Show Me the Money Club uh, with myself and Sergio. And we have special guest Gabe today. Uh, we ha are going to get into uh, what Gabe's here for very soon. Uh, we have a packed kind of schedule of what we're going to be talking about. So uh, you can see on the scrolling ticker some of the different stuff that we're going to be talking about uh, when it comes to some of the different things out there, uh, what's going on in Uber, Lyft, and how you can make more money. So show me the money. What's going on, Sergio? Not much, Chris. Um, so let's get into it. I'll. Uh, um, so this week, well, last week we talked about um, Uber and Lyft's earnings. And how horrible Lyft was. Lyft was short of drivers, all that good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, bad for the bad for the Lyft shareholders, but good for the drivers because they said we're going to show them the money to get everybody back. Now, where are they going to get them from? Is the question because Uber said, "Hey, we have no shortage. We're going to cut all the incentives. We're going to try to make some real money," as opposed to Gabe's uh, famous and most favorite. Uh, <laughs> way of getting earnings ibita right gabe uh yeah. <laughs> ibita is like uh we both are going to uh, be super billionaires pretty soon according to ibita yeah. uh yep. so they're in they're going to try to get him back they said and um uh you know i honestly don't think uber is flooded with drivers i think they just have the right amount to service the demand but i think uh lift better show them the money otherwise they're going to be in pain that's well, what... you know, that's that kind of like the title of today is Uber handing Lyft drivers. And that's the whole thing. Like you have one company that says we're cutting incentives and you have another company that says we're going to invest in the drivers and give them driver incentives. And, you know, right now drivers are hurting not only for the low pay, but gas prices are going back up again, uh, which goes to, to what we talked about last week, too, when you asked if... Uh, uh, that was going to continue on for the dr driver surcharge. And yeah, it's going to look like it. Who knows? Maybe they'll actually add more. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what it's going to come to. You know, if you're a driver, you're going to go where the money is. If Lyft is offering incentives, yeah, that's where you're going to go and you're going to drive. Gabe, what do they you think? They didn't offer me any incentives, by the way, but I think they offered Gabe some features. Yeah, uh, I sent... I sent Serge a screenshot of what I got offered this week, and it's double what they offered me last week. And for months, Lyft had never hadn't offered any kind of um, what do they? What does Lyft call its thing? They don't call it a quest, do they? What do they call it? Uh, <laughs> bonus. Bonus. I yeah. call it. I call it Lyft Quest. <laughs> Lyft Quest. Lyft, yeah. Whatever Lyft. Whatever it is, uh, yeah. I hadn't. I hadn't gotten those. Rarely gotten them. You know, looking at looking at my uh, incentives from the different companies over the years. Um, Lyft has always followed Uber. Uber's always offered more money, yeah. and now it now it's it's uh, and now that's been turned on its head. Um, I don't know. I mean, good for good for Dara for finally after a decade figuring it out. <laughs> good work. Good job, man. Yeah, good um, job. Good job, Dara. You you earned your twenty five million. Oh, oh, we have to. Oh, we can't. I, I love how he says. Oh, 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 you know, volume isn't gonna make it. You know, volume yeah. isn't gonna make us profits. Oh, really? I, I yeah. feel like that's that's been Uber's like secret sauce. Like we're losing a nickel on each ride, but volume, 
That's, yeah. That's how yeah. you do it. So, by the way, on the screenshot, uh, whoever's watching is my yeah, streak yeah. bonuses, and that's all I have. In fact, I used to have three, four, 18s. They cut me down to three, four, 15, to three, to 12, and three, four, nine. So, Lyft is not having my car this week. That's for sure. Uh, but uh, Gabe, looks like Lyft, Lyft anything yeah. coming up for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got streak bonuses too. I'm, I'm, I'm probably looking at about working 20 hours this week tops looking yep. at 350 dollars in incentives for 20 less than 20 hours that's fantastic if, man if i but, use my destination filter like that's that's what this counting on that you're not going to use your destination filter that you're going to be an ant and, uh, uh -huh. and pick up every every ride they they dole you out well that's uh, also the street bonus thing you know they're going to give you either three or five and then you know that that last one or the last, last two, one. depending on what it is, <laughs> it's always going to be thirty minutes away or something, something uh, where people don't want to take it. It's going to go. You know, into you know what I go. do though when I get those, um, I accept it anyway, because and hoping and praying that on the way there they'll reroute me because you know how they're famous for their rerouting, right? Oh yeah. So to me, it's like, I, and then if it doesn't happen, then I go, damn it! I was like, they didn't bite on that one. But uh, yeah, so to me, in you know, that's just me in LA. Um, the streaks are getting cut on Lyft, um, and actually, my quest for Uber was lower. Actually, the lowest I've seen since November. So Uber is also cutting. Maybe they're following up on what they're you know what Dara was talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. For for me, mine was. Oh, go ahead. No, well, mine was forty for forty on Uber. Oh lord. Is... Wow. Yeah. Like yeah. My, you know, uh, mine's not that much better. It was uh, uh, f uh, seventy dollars. Give seventy rides for one forty, so it's basically two dollars a ride. And then the the ten, I forget what it is after that, but um, it wasn't anything more than you know ten dollars or something. So I think it was like one hundred and fifty total um, for the like the max one. And then Lyft, I haven't seen anything in my area, but I do see every time I go on Lyft, I'm seeing more surge versus Uber side. Uber just shows the, oh, this is the busy area, so why don't you go there? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. But um, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen surge as much on Uber side, so maybe they are cutting down. But who knows? So where, where I've been, you know, I've been watching on the Lyft uh, app. There is solid 45 minutes to an hour and a half during the day that is you know surging like i have never seen it on lyft we had put up a picture last week like 50 bucks yeah and I mean, i'm like you know you're you know they're not making money on any of that but um if you can use your df and kind of stay in the zone and collect a few of those um i do feel like lyft has definitely turned up the volume on the surge instead of the twos and threes peanuts you know that i'm seeing more like sixes and eights and tens and twelves so maybe that's one way they're going to do it. On top of that, you know, like uh, Gabe's quest that we talked about. I mean, you know, so maybe they are truly are trying to get drivers from Uber. Um, so we can jump into now this uh, Dara's letter to uh, <laughs> to uh, to the world because he had supposedly after the earnings report, he had this. Uh, um conferences or a bunch of conversations with his institutional investors and mm -hmm. they all said where's the money <laughs> where's the money we're sick of this edema crap we want to yeah, show, yeah, show us the money yeah <laughs> and, and then 
he comes up with this alphabet soup. He's got he's got like three favorite words now. Well, I call it his alphabet soup. It's FCF, Frank Charlie Frank, which stands for free cash flow. He keeps saying FCF, right? And then he goes pop. I go, what the heck is pop? It's called power of the platform, people. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And the last one, last one is the network effect. So he puts it all together now in a box of you know garbage and says, hey, look at this. We have this, we have this, we have this. So I'm like, okay. Um, so none of it makes sense to me, honestly, because when it comes to uh, the, <laughs> the platform, uh, power of the platform, he's expecting drivers to log on as a food delivery guy and then maybe switch to um, uh, ride share and then switch back to food. So that's his idea of keeping drivers on the platform. I'm not buying it. I think everybody is going to go where the money is. And he mm-hmm. said getting hired by Uber going forward is going to be a privilege. It's not going to be just because you went to some, you know, Columbia or some Yale or whatever. We're going to pick and choose who we hire. And I'm like, okay, but I still think maybe both of you agree that they have way too many employees anyway for for what it is, what the, what the app is. 23,000 employees globally. And that doesn't count the Philippines uh, call support, by the way. So I'm going like, why do you guys need 23,000 coders, man? (laughs) Right, Gabe? Think about that. Yeah, I I mean, it's like, I just don't get it. Like, what are they spending all this money on? Well, you remember, they spent $200,000 on balloons. Yes, I do recall that. (laughs) So, you know, cutting, oh, that was a few years ago. Uh, they had that whole article oh, come out with the, the crazy spending <laughs> that they had, and two hundred thousand dollars was by balloons. <laughs> but I mean, that's all. Like you, you got to be. I mean, first off, that's a smart thing to do. Is is you know, don't be hiring frivolous, frivolously because you know you need to to tighten the purse strings if you want to have that free cash flow coming in. You need to to tighten up how you spend your money and be smart about it if you are trying to serve your shareholders. But the whole thing is you can also pay drivers well and continue, you know, servicing people who are looking for rides. It can really be a win, win, win. You're just not thinking that way. Right. Since we have, you know, yeah, go ahead, Gabe. Well, I'm just like, Travis, did you guys watch super pumped? How many, how many I watched one episode, one episode I watched. How many of our watchers, how many of our viewers, viewers I wonder, watched that? But I thought it was, because I, I read the book, I thought it was very accurate. And yeah. of course, uh, what, what's the actor's name? Philip Michael Thomas? The, yeah. Who plays oh, Travis? Joseph. Yeah. Joseph, Joseph uh, something Levitt or yeah. something. Yeah, Gordon. Gordon Le- yeah, 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 that's right. Michael, yeah. Michael Gordon. Gordon. Why do people have to have three names? He can't just have two names? Anyway. Look at uh, you. His, <laughs> to be like Prince or uh, Sharon have one name. <laughs> yeah. It's only three syllables, Serge. Come on. Oh, uh, <laughs> but he, uh, his face is so punchable in that role. It's just perfect. Perfect uh, for portraying Travis, I got to say. Yeah, no, I think, I think uh, you know, so I'm assuming all these 23,000 employees, right? They're all got to be involved in coding algorithms, all that evil shit that they're writing, right? So so I'm going like, okay, so they're not working for anything less than a couple hundred K a year, right? So if you just look at the top brass at Uber, so between Dara, the CFO, um, you know, um, 
Tony West, you know, all these guys, it's 100 million. No joke. I added it all up. It's it's public information, by the way. So that's just the top salaries without stock options of these guys. And then you have 23,000 employees globally who are, I'm sure, making at least a couple hundred K a year or more, right? I mean, well, no. that's what, uh, well, okay, 100K. Who's working less than 100K at Uber other than the janitors who are outsourced, I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, come on, man. That's how you cut it, right? But uh, so, yeah, so it's a privilege, by the way, um, to get hired by Uber. If you sent your resume to uh, Uber, don't look for a response anytime soon. Who knows, maybe they, Twitter's hiring. Yeah, well, maybe, yeah. But, and so he said, the lastly, he said, there is a seismic shift going on and we have to adapt. I'm like, I wonder what the seismic shift he's talking about. Is that like screwing the passenger and the driver at the same time or what? Because, I don't know. What that yeah, is. I don't know. The seismic shift will be <laughs> will be Uber figuring out that they have to be pro- like like oh, we have this is this is, oh, we're we're actually a taxi business. Just like that just like the article I wrote in Medium 4 years ago, it's ta- Uber is a taxi company and yes. they even used to be called Uber Cab. Like yep. it's a taxi mm-hmm. company and as the sooner they figure that out and then start researching the taxi cab industry and seeing what it takes to be profitable in the taxi cab industry, that's going to take them another step closer to profitability. Yeah, I- but, you know, but I mean, all three businesses they're involved in, right? Taxi, well, they disrupted the taxi industry, um, food delivery and now trucking, right? Uber freight, all three, historically, if you look, if you go back 100 years, um, they all have been very razor thin margin businesses anyway. So what are you disrupting? If you're going to really make some money, buddy, hey Dara, come on our show, please. I beg you, come on. Let me let me let me do this the right way with you. Um, so if you're going to disrupt and make some money, go disrupt like a software business. And we're talking thousand percent margins, and then you disrupt them, and then you go along because your technology is not going to squeeze more blood out of the rock because there is no blood in the rock. It's a no, three to five percent margin business. How much can you squeeze out of that? You know what I mean? So that's why they're partnering with cabs. Yeah. 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 Oh, by the way, did you, uh, did you have that screenshot that you guys, the right share guy did a survey? They said, will Um, you keep driving for Uber? Will you drive whoever's showing you the money or will you, uh, will you stay with Uber? Like check that out. This, this was, I love this one. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta pull it up. It's going to take a minute. Okay. No worries. So we did a survey, Gabe and asked drivers, If Uber is cutting back and Lyft is giving you more money, right? Would you stay with Uber? Would you go where the money is? Or uh, what was the third one? Yeah, it was show me the money, stay with Uber. Or I, well, you'll see you'll see on the screenshot. So long story short, eighty percent plus said show me the money. So we're getting out there, man. People are believing in what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because I think workers in general, not just Uber, but I think all workers are starting to realize there it is. That, that workers are valuable, that workers are the ones that generate the wealth. Yep, and and we have a right, we have some say in that we that if we wanted to, we could have some say over our working conditions and our pay um, and how we're treated in general. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a it's a good thing for people to realize. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, broad gas is killing my hustle, man. You know, I don't know. I don't yeah. want to disagree with our viewers, but uh, I, I actually 
want the gas prices to stay high uh, <laughs> because trust me, the people I'm telling you, I'm in LA, but I, I look, we put up a couple of my screenshots. Harry wants me to post it on our Facebook page, right? So we put up a couple of those screenshots that I took all times of the day in LA. And then a lot of people, by the way, like this is it, right? Okay, so this is at 7.30 in the morning. I mean, come on now. If you can't make money in this, then you're just... <laughs> I mean, by the way, from from north to south, that thing is like 60 miles, okay? If you can't make money on this, I don't know when you'll make money. You know what I'm saying? And this is like this 24, literally 24 hours a day, except maybe like 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. After that, it's like lights up again. So, you know, come on. Where? Where do you work, Chris? I'm in the Buffalo, New York market. So oh, wow. It's technically all upstate New York, but I drive yeah. primarily in Buffalo. And then you get a couple of rides that go up to like Niagara Falls. Uh, and that's really about it. Sometimes I Rochester, mean, but mostly in Buffalo. Yeah. Does Buffalo ever look like that? At times, yeah. Mostly at night. Yeah. When I Usually when I drive because of the bars, mostly in the bar districts. Although right. the last few weekends, it's been... Pretty much the entire city of Buffalo has been lit up like that. Um, mm-hmm. Not near those numbers. We're getting, you know, anywhere from, you know, four fifty is like the lowest up to maybe like twelve dollars, uh, and that'll stay on pretty much until about five a.m. because our bars close at four. Huh. So yeah, you have a you have, you have a driver shortage there. Uh, a little bit, yeah. it seems. Uh, but like I said, I just looked at the app right now. There's nothing. That's showing on Ubers for Surge, but there is some. Uh, actually, just just a short south drive for me uh, is the is the Lyft Surge. So there is mm-hmm. money to be made if you know where you're going, what you're doing. And yeah, I mean, Gabe, Gabe, you know yeah. we talk a lot, we exchange a lot of screenshots, right? I mean, uh-huh. yep. Uh, LA is like this, right? So on that Facebook page uh, comment, there were a lot of people saying, "Oh yeah, these." That's because like, look at this comment. I'm like, I go, how do you even respond to this? Some guy said. Oh, it's because all the mom and pops who are driving their kids to school are not driving. That's why it's surging and it's temporary. I'm like, buddy, no, it's like this probably 18 out of the 24 hours. So it's none of that stuff. To me, it's like if there was no shortage on the Uber platform, why are prices surging? Right. Isn't surge supposed to be like supply and demand? Right. So maybe there is way too much demand and supply is just there but then they're putting up these numbers number one number two i am not buying what dara is selling at all neither is wall street by the way look at the stock price so he keeps mm-hmm. saying oh, okay yeah there's no shortage of drivers i'm like bullshit right there there is shortage of drivers right yeah. there pretty much yeah, and, and look at some of these comments reagan national airport uh 20 surge right now yeah no there is surge all day long in la and a lot of people put up like screenshots from virginia from miami from dc it was pretty much the same surge numbers, literally, right? And I'm like, come on. Um, so this is the time to be a rideshare driver. Enjoy the money. Show me the money. Um, who wants to tackle that one? You know, I'm being suspended. Yep. Yeah, that's a, you know. I wrote an article about that, by the way. Lyft uh, almost did that to me uh, about a month ago because I wouldn't pick up some crackhead. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I canceled and my cancellation rate went above that threshold, which is 5%, by the way, you 5%, what's the big deal? And then they sent me to, uh, what is that? I called it, uh, <laughs> I called it cancellation rehab school. Yeah. <laughs> they did, no joke. I, I, I have the screenshots in the article, people go look on the blog. And then, they, and then yeah, rehab. 
I did my rehab and then they said, oh, by the way, after the rehab, you have to do 10 rides in a row without canceling. So we know you're worthy of my platform. I go, you <laughs> middle finger that, to you, buddy. <laughs> that must have had, because do you know how many, I, I don't, that was a few weeks ago. Um, and I, I wrap around the same time I was getting those kind of passive aggressive emails yeah. and messages from Lyft. Like you, your account is at risk of deactivation yeah. uh -huh. and you've been canceling a lot of rides, the bad <laughs> customer experience. I canceled, I was canceling that. Can we curse on this? Is yeah, that yeah, CC yeah. coming? Sure. No, I canceled good. the shit out of so many rides, um, the yeah. other day because my destination filter was, was um malfunctioning Glitchy, and it yeah. kept sending me rides and that was and then i'd accept and then realize they're too far away and then i would cancel and uh they're not sending me those messages anymore and my cancellation rate's got to be like in the 20s at this point really and you're yeah. still well, on? Not yeah not only that the other thing too is like you just want to send them back an email that says Look, I don't like the driver experience when I have to get rerouted after I've driven 15 minutes going that way or whatever it might be, just to go back to where I was to to pick up the passenger that you rerouted. <laughs> okay, April. Oh, yeah. April says April yeah. says Lyft does oh. have the drivers back. Does not have the drivers back. I agree with you, April. 100%. Lyft is as garbage as, as Uber is when it comes to uh having drivers drivers back. Nobody has our back except ourselves. So yeah. I'm like, to me, it's like, man, watch yourself. You know, this woman's walking to my car, cussing at me already before I, she even opens the door. And Lyft says, oh, yeah, you got to you just got to put that lady in and and grab her bags and help her out. And I'm like, she's not 80 years old. She's some like 23 year old crackhead at six in the morning. <laughs> Bro, it's not, you're not getting in my car. You have no chance to get in my car. So yeah, I'm like, hey. You know, nobody, nobody has the right to second guess why I yeah. refuse service. Unless they were right there with me, you know, like, you and it's in know. the, it's in the lift community guidelines, by the way, it says clearly it's in there. It says, if you feel unsafe, you have the right to cancel. Well, I'm feeling mm -hmm. unsafe. <laughs> Somebody mm -hmm. cussing at me already before they got in my car. And then the next mm -hmm. one would be like getting stabbed in the neck. I'm like, no, I don't want to be on the news. I'm good with this way. See you later. See my tailpipes. So, yeah. And, uh, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, to me, it's like, this is really the right time to do right share if you really want to make some serious money. And who knows how long this will last? I, I you know, my experience is it's not going to last, but maybe it will. The summer season's coming up, Gabe. It's hot season, man. It's peak season, right? Uh, so, yeah, we get a we get a slow period in the Bay Area. Traditionally, we've had a slow period between um, when when school lets out and yeah. when the tourist season hits full swing in August. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, so it, it's going to be slow. I mean, it, it 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 has been in the past slow May, June, July, but now the low unemployment and high gas prices have really changed the equation. So these are my uh, quests for this week. None of this is happening. Um, <laughs> so let's see. They introduced something called um, Boost Plus that I wrote about. It used to be like. 11 12 13 dollars per ride now i'm down to 250 450 because they figured they're losing money on every single ride so none of these is happening so uber is definitely cutting me off when it comes to quests and things like that so um do you honestly think uh, both of you guys lyft is going to get drivers back uh, or are they going to just keep struggling because they're a one-trick pony and they're just gonna go away <laughs> at some point well gabe can start with that one 
Oh, I think Lyft is going to last as long as Uber is. I mean, they might as well be the same company. Well, what I about think... the network effect, Gabe? <laughs> what about <laughs> the power of the platform? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, that that came, that reminds me. Was it a Chris Rock routine where he said the power of the but a different word yeah. that starts with P? Most likely, most likely. I don't yeah. know. Anyway, the power of the platform. Yeah. I I don't think so. Do you know? I don't think. Well, I mean, just from the driver side and the passenger side, um, I, I feel like Uber Eats customers and Uber passengers are kind of uh, different, different, uh, different audiences, different. Uh, different customer bases and also i i don't know the answer to this maybe one of you does what's the how much um how much uh back and forth is there between uh delivery and rideshare driving you know like um well according to dara they said there is he said there is no reason for the driver to switch um to another platform because like he his his point was okay morning rush hour 7 to 10 a.m you do ride share then lunch hour you do food delivery then it'll pick up again between 2 and 7 p.m then you do you know ride share and then you stay with our platform and do a few more hours of you know uh, food delivery and i'm going like no that's not going to happen like that because i don't care I, I, you know, we should bring on the king of uh, food delivery, uh, our mm -hmm. RSG contributor, Pedro, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think he's making half of what I'm making doing ride share. Ride share is where the money is at. I think all these delivery drivers who are like, oh, wow, I'm making 25 bucks an hour. I'm like, no, I, yeah, you may be, but you're making half as much as a decent or a top 1% um, ride share driver. So, yeah, it's but if you're doing average to average, you know, yeah. that, that's, that could be a little bit different, but. It'd be interesting to have that type of debate, rideshare versus uh, food delivery. Yeah, I mean, but you know, they're just such different jobs, right, Serge? Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I have you done any delivery, Serge? None. Or None. I I did I two did. I did two rides and I did two deliveries, uh, and I hated it. it was <laughs> I okay. I so do that here, here's my story. I you I delivered pizza for eight years. It was oh, fantastic. Okay. Money was. Every order you'd get was tipped so like for the mo for 97% of the rides that I gave or dry uh, deliveries that I delivered. But then rideshare came around. And it was great. You know, you're taking people, you're talking to them, you get to know people for the five, 10 minutes that they're in the car. Uh, you kind of get a window into other people's worlds, uh, even though they think, uh, I don't know if they just realize that nobody's there or something, but some of the stuff you hear. Then when Uber Eats came into my area, I'm like, sure, I'll try it because I did pizza delivery for so long. I liked it, but let's see how this is. And they were offering like when I was doing it, it would be like three or three dollars extra for every single Uber Eats order that you took because it just came into the market. So they're trying to get people. It was like three dollars or four dollars. Sometimes it was five dollars per per delivery. So it was great. You were making good money, but I hated it because the only couple of places that were on was McDonald's and um, I think like Chipotle and like a couple other places. So I didn't want to sit in McDonald's parking lot for 25 minutes waiting for this order to I don't come get in it. and then take it because then I'm only making, you know, $7 for 30, 40 minutes worth of, and I could take, you know, two or three rides during that time and make way much more than that. So I, I stopped. Forbid, 
But plus, God forbid, it's an apartment delivery. I mean, holy crap! How do you go? How do you go park and find this stuff? So before you know what, before we hit the EVs and Gabe fully, let's like answer a couple of, because there's a couple of really good questions there. So uh, Barnes Corp says, "What do you guys think about background checks on passengers?" Um, uh, it, it, I think it's a great idea, but I don't think it will ever happen. Never um, happen. It will never happen. So um, that would be great, though, right? So, and April says, as long as we work for these companies, they will last. We all need to stop working for them if they don't want to have our backs. April, I don't know how long you've been driving. I've been around six years, Gabe, probably longer than me. These companies um, are not going to have your back. You're an independent contractor, according to them, which is misclassified, but let's go with that. You are in it for yourself every single possible way. You're not in it for Uber. You're not in it for Lyft. You're not in it for the passenger. You're in it for you. You make the most amount of money in the least amount of time and go home safely. That's it. And then next shift is the next shift. That's the way I approach these guys. So, yeah, yeah. No, but April's right. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if they don't have any drivers, what do they have? Well, that's what Nothing. the you know that's what they've been saying from the first day, right? Travis used to look at the driver as the evil biggest thorn on his side, but at least he would say it. You know, mm -hmm. he was talk about it. He was like, "You guys are the curse. Without you guys, we'd be making so much money." Am I flying Ubers are coming? I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so you know, all these guys. One thing they don't understand, right? I mean, I include DoorDash and Grubhub and and all the food delivery or Instacart, all these gig companies who are absolutely dying right now is that you know all these execs enjoy their software or services as a consumer right since none of them get out there and do the actual work they don't understand what the drivers are going through on a daily basis this has this is delivery and rideshare so that disconnect is so deep that I don't think they're ever going to fix any of this stuff because they still look at the driver as, as a curse and not understanding or admitting at least that without drivers, there is no gig economy, people. None. Zero. Somebody has to take the food somewhere. Somebody has to take the groceries somewhere. Somebody has to take the, this person to the airport. No drivers, no gig economy. But they still don't get it. Mm-hmm. I think they do. I think, I mean, my personal feeling is that this is that everyone who invested in Uber in the early days and everyone that's at a high level there now knows that Uber can't work, can't be profitable. And they're just trying to keep, keep it going as long as they can. So they can, you know, pull out their stock options or cash out or, you know, make it to the next bonus or whatever it is that they're, yeah. that they're doing. At this point, it's a it's a big uh, Potemkin village, you know. Yeah. I hey, uh, Adam, Adam C was is one of our uh, Uber and Lyft EV driver forum members, and he came over here. I appreciate cool. him coming over, and he's saying, uh, "What do you guys think? Do you recommend uh, treating rideshare driving as a part time job with a paid off car, or should you make an investment uh, in a new car or a used car that you're financing, um, even though there's not a lot of job security?" Um, I think you can handle that, Gabe, just because we can actually jump into your EV. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we should. Because I, I think it is so timely, really, that um, a lot of drivers are questioning, like, should I get an EV with these high gas prices? 
okay, I, I, my opinion, I don't think gas prices are ever going to go back to what they were, uh, unless we hit a really severe deep recession. I don't think we're going back to $4 a gallon in California anyway. Four is like very high in some places, I know. Four for us is like cheap. <laughs> so we started at four uh twenty and we're at like six six ish now. So I don't see us yeah. going back to four twenty unless we hit a horrible recession. And if we do hit a horrible recession, you know, I think these companies, some of these companies are gonna go away because nobody's gonna order or pay ten bucks for a cup of coffee to be delivered to them. You know what I mean? They're gonna get off their ass and go across the street and get it at Starbucks themselves. So it was twenty dollars actually for that Starbucks order, not ten. Was it really? Holy yeah. shit! Have you ever have you have you ever used that service, Gabe? DoorDash, Starbucks. I mean, Uber Eats. Yeah, we do, and it's it's expensive. Um, but we like <laughs> once a month because my wife really likes sushi. So once a month, we order the sushi and Uber um, Eats. Have them deliver, and it boy is it expensive, man. Three people like one hundred and ten dollars, and it's like it's. I hate using this word. Literally, sushi from a gas station. There's a there's a Holy place here in Oakland. In the back of the gas station, they make sushi. It's pretty good. Maybe, some of, the, some of those may be good ones. I go pick up everything. Yeah. So do I. Uh, all right. So let's uh, yeah right. let's let's transition talking into the EV department of things. But let's answer Adam's question first because that's oh, yeah. actually a pretty good thing. I have a couple of uh, things to say on that. What you, yeah. Um, what do you think, Chris? But, okay. For me, um, I say gig part time. That's I mean. That's for me. That's, you know, every single person has their own reasons what they're going to do and why they're doing it, whether it's going to be full-time, part-time or whatnot. I prefer doing it part-time. I've always done it part-time. There were a little time where I kind of did it full-time, uh, but I didn't want to do it that much. Uh, so I scaled it back, back to part-time and you're, you're full-time. You're putting so many more miles on the car and things like that. The thing when it comes to a new car, I would say whatever you have drive, I have a G 2013 Jeep Grand Cherokee and it's got 178,000 miles on it. Still runs like it's brand new because I take care of it. So that's one of the big things. Take care of your vehicle from the moment you get it all the way through its lifespan. And you know what? If you can get the car to 300,000 miles and you're still driving part-time, that's going to pay for cars, you know, two, three cars if you save your money. Uh, so that's one way to look at it. Um, also, when people I see all the time on Facebook or different pages and things like that, you know, Uber people in this, they always say and complain that, oh, comfort just changed and now my car doesn't qualify for it. But when I bought my car, it did. So don't make the, if you have to buy a new car for whatever reason, then, or even in a, a newer old or a newer car, just like in the last couple of years uh, for rideshare or food delivery, whatever you might be doing don't make your decision based on a particular car that falls under a certain category like comfort because just as quick they can say sorry it doesn't qualify for it anymore and that's what happened with some of the lux rides and the, the luxury rides and black rides mm -hmm. they took some of those cars that people spent 80 90 100 grand on and said sorry it doesn't qualify for it anymore so you can only use uber x now and you know, you still got $50,000 on your note. How are you going to make that $50,000, uh, you know, just driving UberX when you have, you know, a luxury car, you're putting, you got to put premium fuel in it. So instead of, you know, 580 in your area, now you're spending $7 a gallon or something. You know, mine, it's, I think about $5 for premium now. 
when it's 430 a gallon regular. So yeah, you just got to make smart decisions and don't base it on, you know, what car can qualify for something extra. If it does, great. But think of it as a bonus at that point. So that that's for me. And then going into EVs, you know, that's what we got Gabe on for. So we can get into that in just a moment. You guys professor, the professor is here. So people listen to this man. This <laughs> man knows more about the, the, the professor Gabe is here. This man knows more, more. That's right. <laughs> right here. <laughs> this man knows more about EV than I know about. <laughs> I know about anything else. So and uh, no, he's a gr great friend. Um, RSG contributor, of course. And, you know, we'll give him the floor because I, honestly, I'm this close, Gabe, to yeah. buying one. That leaf thing that you put up last week with all the credits, oh. if I can get one. You, you I'm know what? Telling Uber, you? Uber, no? Uber screwed me on that. Oh, come on. They, okay. Really? I'm going to tell you why. I, I posted in my story, you can get this $6,000 credit because here it is. It's in the Uber fine print and they even got a discount code. And you go to your lease on dealer. You're like, I want $6,000 off my new leaf. So did a little investigation helped by the people in my EV forum, of course. And I emailed the <laughs> Nissan, um, their, their special uh, purchase program. Right, they have a special mm -hmm. purchase program, and that's where you use the codes and you get the discounts, like uh, friends and family discounts, employee discounts, that kind of thing. Um, she's like, "That's not a valid code. I don't know where that code came from. Like, I don't know. Wow. I'm not gonna say Uber made it up, but Holy if crap. and I and I've sent multiple emails to Uber's uh, one of Uber's PR guys, and now he's ghosting me." Uh, I don't know really? if on purpose or he's just looking for the answer and he doesn't have anything to say. But I'm like, hey, Nissan says this is not a valid code. Where's the code? Like, where is this valid? Who can you point me to any drivers who've actually collected this discount? You know, what's going on? And, you crush my dreams. Yeah, you're not getting a Nissan Leaf for six thousand dollars. Bro, off. come on. Sorry, we have to correct the story because and no, now I look like a jackass. I look no, like an Uber shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll be, we'll, oh, we'll, we'll, go buy your Nissan. That was the whole been... basis of my story. Like you can buy a Nissan Leaf with the 180 mile range and it's only uh, $12,000 after incentives. Like, and it's brand new and you'll get four grand from Uber every year and blah, blah, blah. Pretty but, soon um, you can't buy four tires for 12 grand. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but no, I, I was, <laughs> I, I honestly, I was like, holy crap. I think I'm going to go get one. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, it's not a bad idea. Yeah. I mean, but the thing is like, Chris is right. If you have a car right now, Sure. That's worth a lot of money. Um, used cars. I mean, used cars are are bumping over thirty thousand dollars for average used car transaction. Yep. Although that's kind of warped by these weirdos who are buying that Mer those Mercedes G wagons. Do you G know wagons. about those? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have so many. I have so many in my neighborhood. All the Armenian wives are driving. <laughs> no joke. I'm not kidding. I I think the whole dealership is here. So I have no doubt it's happening. Yeah. Those, so, yeah. Look, but yeah. uh, so, I mean, used cars are like over $30,000, just a regular yeah. gas car. Just That's a bubble. Like I see, That's I, a I'm, bubble seeing, I'm seeing 12-year-old mm -hmm. Honda Civics for $11,000 with like yeah, 150,000 miles on them. Okay, it's a bubble. Like, Let me tell you yeah. why. Okay, oh, yeah. look well, at, okay, look at, okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for sure. Look, just I like real estate, just like used cars. In, in what part of this country's history has a car doubled as a used car in price? Never. Okay, so look at Carvana. Uh, older, Carvana older classics will. Yeah, no, no, not those. I'm talking like you know everyday <laughs> Civic, like Honda Civic is talking about. 
Like so, Arvada, Vega, man. Yeah, that's I, mean, a I, I, can, I can get 10, 12 grand for my Jeep with yes, 178,000 yeah, on that's, it. That's a different car. But, but all these used car prices doubling is ridiculous. It's stupid. Look oh, at God, Carvana. Yeah. Carvana just laid off 2,500 people today. Their stock oh, is wow. down. Yeah, they st their stock is down from 400 to 37. So oh, I'm glad they already bought my my car. There you I go. Sold, you I sure sold them a car. Good. I sold Carvana a car. They 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 bought it from me for a thousand dollars more than I bought it from yeah. a dealership yeah. one month before. Yeah, that's their AI. That yeah. AI is really working well. The AI bidding yeah. system is really working well. Yeah. There was one thing here to mention it because it's right throttling a thing. Joe Negrao. Okay, listen, buddy. <laughs> right throttling. It has been a thing since I applied. Well, I, I joined Uber and Lyft, especially on Uber. There's a perfect example. Work 50 ride Uber Quest, hit 49, and nothing for two hours. Welcome to Uberland. That so is definitely though. a thing. That is definitely oh. a thing. So there goes mm -hmm. your flexibility and freedom, buddy. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a thing. So let me give you advice about that. There are so many people on Sunday night on your shoes. I recommend do not leave that last two rides for 10 p.m. Sunday night because you are not going to get it. So finish it in the morning, even do a couple of cheapy rides, whatever it is, finish it early because there are tons of people every Thursday and every Sunday night. There are cars galore out there trying to finish their quest. It's not going to happen. Not everybody's going to get that quest. That's why exactly it's there, right? They show you the carrot. You'll never get it. So that's that's when I that's when I flung my Uber beacon out my passenger window. <laughs> Uber free, free Uber. <laughs> it's about a year after I got rid of my lift lighted lift stash. The pink mustache. I threw that at a guy's head. Yeah, we should well, have all known that this was a horrible idea. The pink mustache in front of a car, for God's sakes, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I, oh, uh, the fuzzy stash? Oh, wait a second. Oh, you got it. <laughs> you got it. Can you see it? Oh, it my is. God. <laughs> Are you a hoarder, Gabe? You look like a hoarder. I don't know. <laughs> you never well, throw uh, anything away. All right, who who wants to purchase it? We'll, we'll sell it right oh. now. <laughs> it's bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I I had, a little nostalgia <laughs> i haven't seen one of those forever i brought it home my wife's like you're not putting that on my car oh, absolutely not like, no you're way. not coming near me with it let alone putting it on my car <laughs> what the fuck? holy shit okay so we're, we're talking about electric right. vehicles right so what's the best electric vehicle to do ride share with to do ride share with i mean yes. i think uh, it, it's so here's look, let's giant caveat. All right. I sound like I'm just nothing. I'm all about electric vehicles, get an electric vehicle, but you know what? It's not true because it doesn't work for everybody. If it's not right. going to work for your use case for how you do ride share and where you live and the kind of budget that you have, it's not going to work. Stick okay. with, stick with what you're doing. It's not a universal thing, but I think about half the ride share drivers out there could benefit from, from an EV. Think about right. half of them because I don't know. I feel like if you're doing more than 350 miles a day, um, mm. you're doing it wrong. You know, I, and yep. that that's my instinct. But I think maybe in some parts of the country, like, no, that really is the best way to make money is to just stick with the, the real super long distance rides. And in fact, uh, Serge, I remember a couple of years ago, I was using your destination filter strategy to do like super long rides from like San Francisco to San Jose and then back to San Francisco and doing like 40 bucks an hour doing that. So you know, for some people, maybe it, it really does work. Yeah. The uh, long distance I, rides. Mm -hmm. 
but doing short rides with the destination filter or whatever other way you do to, to just get the short rides. I think that is the way you get your bonuses, you get your streak bonuses, and that's that's the way you're going to make money. And an electric vehicle is going to fit in really nicely with that strategy. Yeah, because and you, you won't use your juice that fast either, right? I mean, you're using short right. rides, breaking oh a lot, God. doing all that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last week, I used my friend's Polestar 2. Oh, um, how'd that go? Oh man, that car is not the car's that car's out of hand. Really? <laughs> so fast. Oh my god. It, you know Faster what's crazy? Like, it's fast. Well, I my Tesla's rear wheel drive. This Polestar 2 was all wheel drive. Oh, dual motor. Oh, that thing was fast. It's a rocket. Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> fast and then the What's that? Oh faster no. Okay. No, it's not faster than a plaid, but the plaid's like ridiculous. It's $120,000. Oh, you know, it's this insane. was half the price. <laughs> And uh, well, let, let me ask you, though, a lot of people, I think, have a lot of misconceptions when it comes to EVs, uh, you know, like the fear, the range fear, uh, like yeah, you're, you fear that you're yeah. going to lose a charge on the road or something like that. Yeah, what are your thoughts uh, on putting people at ease who might be kind of on the fence or, you know, just kind of dismissing an EV as a possibility? I, I haven't, I don't know if I've written a range anxiety story for rideshare guy, but I've written several of them for other, for other publications for like commercial clients, um, and range anxiety, you don't find a lot of range anxiety among actual EV owners. You find the range anxiety and the people who are considering EVs and they're like, oh, the EV is not going to have enough range for me. But like, there's kind of like five basic things that I talk about to get over range anxiety and. You know, one of them is to realize that when you go to charge somewhere, you don't have to charge the battery all the way because by the time you're charging remotely away from your house, because one of my things is if you don't have a way to charge at home every night when you go and park your car and go to bed, um, don't get an EV. But if you have a place to charge every night, then it makes sense. But if you were like, you get out of bed and your car is at 60% and now you have to go find a charger and get it back up to 80% while you're having breakfast or whatever. Like it's, that's going to get old so fast. It's not going to work. But if you're starting with a full charge, like I can start with a full charge on my car. It's not even the extent. It's not even the big battery. Um, it's not even the long range version, but I could probably drive for at least 10 hours straight without yeah. charging that car. And by then, like you, you drive for 10 hours. I mean, you can only drive for 12. So mm. you drive for 10 hours and by now it's like what? 10 PM, 11 PM, uh, midnight you go, um, you, you plug in, like if it's Tesla, you plug it into a supercharger for 15 minutes and it adds a hundred plus miles. So yep. that's going to have you going for at least another four to six hours. And it's yep. certainly enough. And then maybe you took a long distance trip and now you're 80 miles from your house. Well, you plug in for 15 minutes. And you and you drive back home, like right. that. That should alleviate range range anxiety. You're not going to be stuck somewhere in the middle of nowhere with no charge and waiting for hours while you're be while that little bar slowly goes back to 100. percent You don't have to do that. All yeah. you need is enough miles to get back home. And as you drive your car, you realize you you learn how to read it and figure out how accurate its predictions for mileage are going to be. And then you get comfortable with with driving electric. It's and in a lot of ways it's the same as a gasoline car. Like here's what I hated when I was driving a gasoline car. Every time I drive a gasoline car to do ride share with, like you're driving, you know, you 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 drive all day and then you park 
And then now you're starting another shift. You're going to drive eight hours. You're going to drive 10 hours and you're at a quarter tank. And now like maybe it's just getting mm -hmm. busy, but now you have to stop and you want to go find the cheapest gas because it's a hundred dollars to fill your tank. You want to see where you can save 10 or 15 bucks. So now you're driving all over the place and then you got all those little apps that Harry's always yeah. pushing like, oh, <laughs> you're saved three cents a gallon, save eight cents a gallon. If you have this card and you go on this app and you do this, you Garbage. do that. And then the cheapest <laughs> gas is always in, I don't know about down in LA. Actually, I know down in LA, the cheapest gas is like in the most horrifying neighborhoods, right? You're like, yeah. it's two in the morning and there's just like these, yeah. you know, like, like yeah. Neanderthals, it's like, I'm not going like, to Compton to get cheap gas, but no, but I mean, yeah. I, I think Fair. what is, what is your opinion of um, the Uber Hertz? $330 oh, only week deal. You think one. any any driver, rideshare driver can make money with that deal? Well, you'll make I money. I mean, they can make money, but I mean, you know. Not a lot. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, if you're if you're really hitting it, I mean, Serge, knowing what 60 you 60 hours know, a week. Yeah. If you Serge, if you work 60 hours a week, uh, no what chance. kind of money do you think you can make? <laughs> I can make good money. If I work 60 you because good. you know what? If you survived if if I if, if I didn't die or kill somebody, <laughs> so <laughs> so here would be this. I figured out out of twenty four times seven, uh, hundred and forty eight hours a week. Right, I can find sixty hours. That's I can drive surge only, squeeze my quest in and all that stuff. I'm pretty sure I can bring in like twenty five hundred bucks in sixty hours easily. Okay, uh, but you know with that Uber Hertz deal, right? It's like five hundred bucks going to the car. So it's still okay money, but then I don't think it's 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 worth it to me. I mean, owning I your car, it, I think is better. I, I think about four. It would cost you about four hundred bucks a yeah. week, yeah, uh, for the to rent the to rent the Tesla. And I don't know if you think about it. Uh, you know, the average American spends something like ninety five hundred dollars a year, yeah, on their car, and, um, and it sits there, and they're only driving for twelve to fourteen thousand miles a year. Yeah. We're driving. You know, our guys are driving, you know, 40, 50, 60,000 miles a year. Easily. You know, one thing that I found doing my spreadsheets. Oh, can I share my screen and show you my uh, affordable EV uh, sure. spreadsheet sure. that I made for the article? I don't know what happens when I, what happens when I click share. Uh, I think we'll you find out. What, yeah, you got to select what you want. Oh, this want to do. And then when you're ready, let me know. Oh, okay. Let's see from your computer. Okay, and upload file. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, well, I can do that. I probably should have been better prepared. But um, the next thing, uh, if you want to talk about cost, and maybe like uh, a, a little cost analysis breakdown of, you know, spending the amount on gas versus, you know, the higher cost of an EV or things like that, or something, because somebody had mentioned that in the comments here we go. Uh, earlier. Okay, here, here's my, uh, can you see my screen? Is that, did I, did it share? Nope. Nope, I see you. <laughs> Was that your cat? <laughs> wait, here we go, wait, hang on a second. Who's oh, here? I got it. Oh, there, there it is. We go. Okay, there we go. Boom, right there. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I wanted to, to make sure people knew is that um, your expenses per mile plummet when you start doubling or tripling the average miles that most people drive. So if you're driving 50, 60,000 miles a year, like here on my, on my spreadsheet, yeah. you are really going to be driving your, your per mile cost way, way down. And that's where, and, and then when, when the price of gas gets really high, like it is right now, yeah. um, you're, that's, 
that's where you're really going to start uh, showing an advantage. So here you can see even a used hybrid, like a $20,000 used hybrid. And if I wanted a nice hybrid, that's about what I'm going to spend right now. Yeah. Um, you can see that even buying that buying a new Leaf Plus or a used EV is you're going to you're going to save a significant amount of money. And this is with us. And by the way, this chart I made with subprime interest. So 20% for a used car loan and 15% for a new car loan, which I'm sure is horrifying to. Um, so, to so, you're, so you're saying, yeah, not happening. So, uh, so you're, <laughs> what you're saying then is that if for a full-time Uber driver, 50, 60, 70 hour drivers, right? EV makes yeah. a lot of sense in California, especially now. I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think so, so. But there's what, a lot of questions, you know? Yeah. But, but I mean, you know, but, but Gabe, so it, everybody pays attention to just the gasoline prices versus not going to the gas station, right? So there is a charging cost to this, especially if you're not charging at home. If you're, yeah. if you're going to a supercharger or a Go EV Go or, you know, one of these other ones, uh, plug share or whatever it is. So uh, how high are they? Are they like ridiculously exorbitantly high to charge these things at a, I'm sure you use the Tesla supercharger, right? So for that yeah. 20 minutes, why'd you pay for that? It depends what time of day. And it depends, okay. you know, around the country, uh, the, all the superchargers are charging different rates. Here in California, okay. they're probably a lot more than other places, but it okay. also depends on the time of day. Um, so the superchargers during peak hours are 48 cents a kilowatt. Okay. A kilowatt hour and off peak, they're 28 cents a kilowatt hour. When I charge wow. in my garage, even with the PG&E special discount, it's still like... Eight, 17 or 18 cents a kilowatt hour. It's electricity is really expensive here in California because yeah. PGE is a horrible company that has made horrible decisions and they're making Very consumers pay for like, <laughs> uh, they're making us pay to deregulate to <laughs> like we have to pay to deregulate the Diablo Canyon nuclear reactor that PGE owns. And then of course oh. PGE set half the state on fire, you know, over yeah. the last few summers. So yes, we have I to have. pay for that because they're getting sued. Um yeah. Like, I think PGD is the first corporation in human history to be like convicted of murder. Like, so they're, they're making their ratepayers pay for it. And most yeah. people are paying 11 cents a kilowatt hour or less for electricity. Yeah. But yeah, if you're charging remotely, you're going to spend a lot of money. But like I said yeah. before, you, it, it, when you do that, you're probably going to be charging at an off peak time, right? Yeah. It's going to be late at night um, because you charged in the morning and you're also, um, you don't need to fill the battery all the way. In fact, you can't. Most most uh, fast chargers, the the DC fast chargers and the Tesla supercharger, um, they're gonna stop. They usually get so slow after eighty percent that you might as well just unplug and go home, because the charging gets the charging speed gets super slow. So yeah, like when you get first, up to eighty percent, yeah, yeah, the first eighty percent is gonna be thirty or forty minutes. Then after that, it's gonna be like an hour and a half. Yeah, to, to get all I figured that out on my wife's uh, bolt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the bolt especially yeah. slow. Yeah, yeah. I, I think slow. the bolt. You know, you asked earlier, like, what's the best electric vehicle for rideshare? Yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. you could do a lot worse with the Chevy Bolt. I think it's a terrific rideshare vehicle. I used mine for two years, put eighty thousand miles on it. Like that thing was great. Um, Until it caught uh, on but fire, but it doesn't charge very fast. <laughs> what's that? 
until it caught on fire <laughs> <laughs> until it caught on fire and but you know we had but we were ready with the marshmallows and the sticks oh yeah okay yeah we made s'mores it was nice your, it was your, like, show, us, show us your cat time. by the way can we see your cat because she's oh, yeah, been right. meowing throughout the show <laughs> this is, this is awesome. we had, we oh my god no no go the other way gabe go the other way yeah, there you go there you go that's garfield yeah. right there because it's it's his dinner time let us tease a little uh, a little Ford Mustang Mach E that you okay. were able to drive. Uh, Sorry, so we got a little uh, video that we're going to play right now, and then uh, if you want to just share a few quick thoughts on that, uh, okay. and then. I'd share guy and I got something really special for you today. I'm sitting in a 2021 Ford Mustang Mach-E electric oh, vehicle and I'm going to show you what it's like to drive a Ford Mustang Mach-E for rideshare. This car is the dual motor. Boy is it fun to drive. It just takes off. I don't know if you can hear it, but when you floor it in unbridled it makes a noise. It's like the Taycan. What it's like to be a passenger in this car. Impressive, <laughs> spacious, yeah, futuristic. Yeah. They look cramped to me, bro. Look at them. <laughs> the passenger seats are so much better than a Tesla. If you're an Uber driver wow. or a Lyft driver, you'll really appreciate how when you go to external nav, it opens up a nice, oh, clear plate. Google oh, or Apple so Maps much. on your on this giant display here. When you get into a car like this. All right. Oh, wow. So first yeah. off, video for a full review video is coming soon. So make sure you subscribe, ring the bell for notifications for that, because uh, it is the Ford Mustang Mach-E. So g give us a couple of uh, three quick points on that car. Uh, really nice car to drive. And passengers just love it. Like it's, But the bottom line is uh, range is limited, although it charges quickly. Um, but the range, depending on the model you buy, the range might be a limiting factor. Yeah. But other than that, I, that's a nice car. It was fun. And then it goes vroom. <laughs> it goes vroom. It, it actually pipes in the noise the yeah. into the, into the speakers <laughs> in the cabin, you know, like it's totally yeah. quiet on the outside. Which, which Tesla is it, by the way, that like, if you, it, it makes, uh, all kinds of different car noises, like, uh, Hellcat and is that the, the model S? Oh, I don't or know. the plaid. Is that the plaid? I think there is one. I watched a video somewhere that literally oh. it's like makes six or seven different ice and you know, ice car sounds. I think huh. it was the plaid. I think it was the plaid. So I mean, like you could say to make make a Lambo sound and it'll make a Lambo sound. They have speakers outside. So I'm like, wow, I go <laughs> imagine imagine pulling up to somebody in a Tesla, <laughs> a Tesla Model S plaid with like the Ferrari or something. Ferrari and then on, just yeah. like, <laughs> or next to an actual Ferrari. <laughs> oh, that'd be hilarious! And blow their doors off. That'll be the end of that. What's happening? Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's a. I think it's just the Tesla Model S. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I, I think it's the Tesla S. Because yeah. I remember that before. Because the Plaid just came out, and I think they were talking about that a while ago, which is hilarious. <laughs> but that vroom. <laughs> when I heard that, when I was looking at the, right? the video, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. my god, that's great. Uh, <laughs> That was a, it was fun. It's fun though. I mean, that's a, it's a fun car and everyone, and you know, it's weird. Like, okay, here's the main thing. So my, so the bolt I'd get like a quarter of the people would get in the car and be like, Oh, this is an electric car, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, my Tesla, almost everybody who gets in is like, Oh my God, it's a Tesla. I've never ridden in a Tesla. 
and then um but the and then that uh the pole star that i drove last week maybe you know just like maybe a third of people even had any idea what it was like it's, it's a volvo so right <laughs> it's kind of it's volvo ish yeah but yeah. they say it's its own thing yeah. um but then the um but that mustang like everybody gets in and everybody says something about it everyone like no exceptions American yeah. muscle and electricity. There you go. Yeah, like, this is a Mustang. I've never seen one of these before. Blah, blah, blah. They love it. You know, one question you should answer is Adam a size questions. You go, after you put like 120,000 miles in three years or two years, can you mm -hmm. sell that thing? He goes, I go, I bet you you can. But I don't think you can sell it for more because this used car price thing is just like anything else. It's a bubble. It's about to die. So if you're going to sell a car, people, please sell a car. Take my advice. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not going to keep going like this. Yeah, you know, Adam, I think that any car, when you're using it for an extended period for rideshare, it's going to seriously diminish the value. But I think it's my opinion that because gas cars are, are a shrinking market mm -hmm. and electric vehicles are a growing market, I think over the next five years, you're going to see a reversal in terms of how electric cars hold their values and how gasoline cars hold their values. Yeah. Um, people are going to want electric cars and, you know, right now you could go on Craigslist in your city, um, look for a used model S with 150,000 miles on it. And they're going to be asking 30, 40, $50,000 for that car. Shit. That's crazy. Yeah. 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 Uh, and in fact, um, someone recently, one of the, you know, uh, I think it might've been wired. No, it was CNET. CNET recently did a did a story about how oh well you know electric vehicles you know you you're not you, you know you don't know about the full costs of buying an electric vehicle you know depreciation is really bad with electric vehicles and the guy was using data from like years ago to show how much electric cars depreciate right now and I agree in uh, I agree with you Sergio that it's that it's a bubble that yeah. we're in in terms of car values but I I think electric vehicles are going to be holding their value a lot better. better. Yeah. Because people are going to be getting confidence in in how well they're built and how long they last and how little maintenance they need. Yeah, it's like the Priuses, and, right? I mean, you know, Prius is a perfect rideshare car, and you know they keep their value even if you go mm -hmm. buy a used. I mean, without this craziness in used car prices, even before this, they were keeping their value much better than regular ice cars anyway. So, mm -hmm. to me, it's yeah, like. So we have, I mean, I personally apologize to people who commented today because I couldn't answer any of the questions except a couple. So if you have any questions you want answered, please go um, email me at Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. I will try to get back to you as soon as I can. Um, you guys can reach Gabe Howe. Well, through you're on the EV uh, Facebook, RSG Facebook. EV yeah, group, please right? join our EV Facebook group. Can I, should I put a, post a link sure. to that? Absolutely. Yep. If I can find it. Here you go. Yep, post and that link. Please, please don't, please don't flood our group with bots. Oh wow! <laughs> wow I think two thirds of our members are bots, but our like real it. members are are lovely, pleasant people. And I appreciate their uh, them being here so much. <laughs> so, Chris, do a summary for two minutes. We went overtime again today, did we? Yeah, it's okay. A couple of minutes. Oh uh, yeah, it's uh, just a couple minutes. Um, yeah, no overview. So yeah. we talked about the Uber surge. Uh, we talked about the incentives that they're pulling away from Uber, where Lyft is doing the opposite, where they're actually adding. Um, it's kind of up in the air whether that's actually happening or not yet. 
uh, because there's still some incentives when it comes to Uber, even though some people are, or quite a few people are saying it's dropping. Lyft is still kind of in that weird mix, whether they're going to actually unveil that, you know, this week because their, their earnings call was last week or not. Uh, we did talk about the EV. So thank you, Gabe, for coming on and, and kind of giving us yeah. some ideas there. Uh, yeah, we went Lyft groups. Gabe is uh, a man. <laughs> yeah, we talked about the Boost Plus, and then we missed one of the topics. And that was area oh. preference. So oh, I don't know if well, go you, know, you want to do it. Let's let's just just do, do five it. minutes worth. Right, let's just do five All right. minutes worth. All right. So, yeah. um, last week I got this on my app. I don't know if it's available to all your states or cities that you're driving in. Um, I don't think it's in San Francisco. Is it, Gabe? Uh, I drive um, in. Well, now I've been driving in the East Bay because. East Bay. Uh, okay. No. Well, it's not. It's not available in San Francisco then. Okay. So this is something that I thought it was new to me. Because oh, the preferred areas. Yeah, 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 area preference. So um, I said, holy crap, this is what every driver wanted to have for years. Unbeknownst to me that they floated this idea two years ago, actually right before the pandemic hit. And our good old Jake Crater, who's going to be a guest in a couple of weeks, um, had a video about this, which you guys can go see on Rideshare Guy on the YouTube part. Um so the way it works is you pick your area and then the algorithm will keep you in that area. How cool is that for every soccer mom? The downside in LA, as big as LA County is, I studied the maps. I mean, it could for me, it could be like a 15 to 20 miles square area. So that's where I'm at. You guys see my little uh, cursor right there. So that takes me close to 20 miles north, at least 15 miles south solid 20 miles east and maybe 10 miles west. So that's a pretty big area. However, um, if you pick all of it, then you you know it's basically you don't need to pick all of it. You're just going to drive in all the zones because that's LA County anyway. But the good side is it will not take you to Orange County, meaning it will not take you too far south. It will not take you too far east or west or north. So that's one good part. So I had it all checked. That's what the map looks like on the right. On the left, it's my area. You know, I live in a suburb called Granada Hills, so it will keep me in that area. I actually gave it a test. It did keep me in the area. Unfortunately, what it did, though, was where when demand picked up in a zone, like it says Santa Clarita right above my little cursor up there. Um, Santa Clarita is 16 miles away from me. I kept getting request after request in Santa Clarita because they had no drivers in Santa Clarita. And mm -hmm. in Santa Clarita, it was surging like 25 bucks, right? So... Is it good? Is it bad? Yeah, I think so. I think it's good if you just want to stay in an area for a couple of hours, especially in those two small zones. If you guys can see where it says uh, West LA uh, yep. in the middle, in the middle screenshot, and downtown LA, East LA. If you put, you know, your your choice in that area, that could be an additional DF for you guys. But then don't get fooled. That area is pretty wide. It's probably, you know, solid twenty to twenty five miles across. And in morning rush hour traffic, that could be like four days in L.A. So be careful doing that thing. Right. <laughs> um, so in L.A., I think it's a good idea. The downside, one downside is only effective for two hours. So I don't know. You know, if you want to look, if you're a soccer mom, you drop the kids off, you want to stay in your zone for a couple of hours. Eh, it'll keep you in the area. Pretty good idea. I think it's a pretty good idea. The fact that it's only two hours, I don't think is is that big of a deal i mean you don't want to stay in your area more than two hours if you're a full-time driver anyway you want to be where the surges so to me you know 
another step up for Uber from good old Pink Mustache. Because by the time Pink Mustache figured this out, it would be like another three years. Uh, <laughs> but, well, you know, I'll give Uber credit for this one. Now, I want to ask you one question since you have it already. <clears throat> Did you, uh, I mean, obviously, L.A. has a driver shortage there. So this yeah. you might not notice this. But are you seeing a few less rides because of that? Uh, if you were just say, saying staying in that one area? Honestly, no. No. Other... Okay. No. I'm telling you, all these, they are smart, okay? They, they, um, you know, cut it into six spots. Each spot has its own time and place, like uh, on the west side, Malibu, you know, uh, Richie Rich areas. That place goes nuts, Castle Mar and, and uh, Pacific Palisades. That place goes nuts at like after midnight. You know, a lot of rich people get off home parties or whatever. So that's a good area. In the morning, in my area, I'm going to try this this coming this week, actually, in my area, stay in my area, because what I noticed is that, you know, when we put up that map, the whole city is surging at like between 6.30, 6 to 9 a.m. So it doesn't, you know, I was like before I would beat my brains to get into the center to make the real money. But now I'm making maybe five bucks an hour less. But in my area, there is decent money to be made. So to me, it's like I'm going to use it uh, probably tomorrow morning. Get out there with that two hour limit and let's see how it goes. Nice. All right. And uh, so we're going to wrap it up now. But Gabe, what is one tip that you have for rider or for, I'm sorry, for drivers out there that they could follow where they can get shown the money? What do you got a tip for uh, drivers to show them the money? I, I just uh, laid a tip on my uh, EV group this morning. Uh, keep track of your inactive hours of the, of that time where you're, waiting for a ride and you haven't gotten a ride yet um if you keep keep track of that and and keep your utilization rate up as high as you can um and try to figure out why your rate it might be lower or higher than the week before that that could be a little little bit of the puzzle that'll that'll help you make as much money as you can i agree awesome all right well it was a great another great show and uh we will be back uh next week so again, make sure you subscribe, ring the bell for notifications, not only for that, but also the Ford Mustang Mach-E review for not only the car itself, but also driving for Uber, uh, which is uh, brought to you by Gabe. So that'll be coming out very soon. Also, um, you know, our other great content that's coming. And then, you know, you'll be alerted when the show picks up next week. Yeah, and, and click like. There's eight, there's 92 people watching and only 48 likes. Yeah, hit oh, that yeah. Let's fool the YouTube <laughs> algorithm. Yeah. 52 yeah. angry guys. Come on. Come on. 42. Come on, you 42 guys. Is not enough. Yeah, but you know, let's see what it is by next Tuesday, though. We may get up to 100 right. this week. Okay. So, all right. Oh, yeah. I'm all right. Well, like thanks for hanging out, watching. Um, yeah, if you have any other questions, hit up Sergio, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Uh, Gabe, did you post that link yet? I didn't see it on the on the chat. Yeah, it's on the it's in the chat, but now I'll put it at the bottom again, just so it's uh, that's my Hold on. EV Uber drivers. Actually, EV Uber drivers. We'll lit, put you as a mod, so then that way you can, or you can put links in, because otherwise YouTube will filter oh. it out. Forgot oh, to do okay. that, so you should be able to now. Oh, okay. Here we go. How's that? There you go. I'll let you know. Okay, mm -hmm. there you go. It's the greatest 
Facebook group except for all the other Facebook groups. <laughs> and and two thirds bots. So come on. Verify. Come on, Ver come on. Bots. Yeah. <laughs> Verify. Is that verify? Bots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, all right. Well, Sergio. Bye, everybody. Thank Thanks for having for, me. Yep. All right. You guys have a great rest of your night or day or wherever you might be in the world. Take right, care. See you. see you next week.